Hello and welcome to the Tape Community Podcast. This is episode 17 and our guest today is David Evans who runs Dylan's Restaurants. This episode was recorded at the end of 2017 as David and his team were preparing for Christmas. Goodbye for now. Can you please introduce yourself? Yes, my name's David Evans. I'm one of the owners of Dylan's Restaurant. What year did you get started with your business? <laughs> the first restaurant we opened in 2012, um, that was in Menai Bridge. And a couple of years after that, we opened a second restaurant in Krikiuth, um, and then most recently opened our third restaurant in Llandidno. How did you get started with your business? How did I get started? Yeah. Um, okay, so I was living in Manchester, but spending a lot of time in North Wales, and I love this part of the world. We have a little house on Anglesey that overlooks the Menai Straits. And as my children were growing up and we were visiting North Wales, we were finding it difficult sometimes to find a, a place where we could take our five very lively young children and sample some of the region's finest foods. So we started putting a plan together um, on, on how, if we could, how would we make a restaurant, you know, and we, and we put a wish list together of all the things that we'd like to see um, in, in a restaurant. And we were fortunate enough in, in 2011 to, to come across an old boatyard um, on the banks of the Menai Straits that was advertised for sale. And we thought about this and, and decided to give it a go. So my friend Robin um, and I got together and put a plan together to build a restaurant on this old boat, boatyard mm. um, at the end of the water. And we decided that rather than bring all the food in from a long, 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 long way away, we'd look to work with farmers, with fishermen, with the cheesemaker, with an ice cream maker, and try and fill the menu full of all the most beautiful foods from North Wales. Mm. And we called it, we decided to call it Dylan's Restaurant. And, and Dylan is the name of my youngest son. And you'll probably also know that Dylan Thomas is a very... Um, important cultural figure uh, for Wales and actually what we didn't know at the time but what we discovered latterly was that in the book the Mabur Nigion which I always struggle to pronounce but you know this book right of Welsh legends um, the god of the sea is referred to as Dylan so we tied all these things together and came up with a great name for a restaurant that really tied into to Welsh um, heritage and culture um, and we, 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 we filled a menu full of really exciting local foods and we brought in some lovely people to work with us who had lots of personality, very smiley, very welcoming and we created this lovely environment for people to come and enjoy an evening with their friends or with their families at, at, at a waterside location with fantastic views across the water and, and that was our first restaurant and we've since gone on to try and replicate that same thing in two other places. Yeah. What's the most popular dish on your menu? Okay, so we're a seafood restaurant. We have a we, um, and we and we work really hard to promote local Welsh seafood. So I think our most popular dish, the the, the item that we sell more of than anything else, are our Welsh mussels. So the mussels that we use in our restaurant are from the Menai Strait, just five miles from our Menai Bridge restaurant. They grow on the seabed and they're delivered into us fresh every other day 
into the restaurants and we send them over to Llandidno to our restaurant here and we send them down to Krikia and they are the most beautiful thing you could ever wish for. And these mussels are famous all around the world. Restaurants in London, restaurants in Paris, in Brussels, in Madrid, they all want these wonderful little creatures called the Menai mussel. And we're very, very fortunate to have them on our doorstep. And our customers come from a long, 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 long way to make sure that they can get a taste of these succulent little bivalves. What do you like about your job? Uh, the, good, the good advantages, I mean, okay. about your job. Well, obviously, I get to taste some fantastic food, and I have to be the chief taster of, of new menus. So we've just introduced a, a, a new menu last week. Oh, um, yeah, it's a good part of Spino's it's, food it, restaurant. It, it is, yeah. It's, 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 a, it's a tough job, but somebody's got to do it right. But actually, what I like a lot about my job is, is that it, involves lots of different things. I'm not just doing one thing. I'm not just tasting food all day, thank goodness. Otherwise, I'd be the size of a house. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm working with a team. We're now uh, a team of 180 throughout the, the, the business. And I'm working with people across the whole business. And I'm also working with the public as well. I'm, I'm talking yeah. to customers every day. And I'm finding out you know, what they like, what they don't like, how we can improve things how we can continue to drive our business forward and make it an interesting and exciting place for everybody else. So it's a very varied job role that I have. Want about the new job? No. What, do, what do I dislike about yeah, my yeah. new job? Uh, about my job? Um, getting up early <coughs> in the morning, um, working late into the evening, a restaurant that like ours that's open seven days a week never gives you an opportunity to kind of escape. That's one of the hardest things that I find is, is not being able to find the downtime because we're open all the time and I'm yeah. constantly talking to staff in each restaurant. And we I'm all hate that. It's tough, you know. <laughs> I mean, you know, there are some fantastic pluses to the job. Do you ever get any time off? It's tough, it, it, you know, because that's partly my personality yeah. as well because I'm think when I'm not at work, I'm thinking yeah. about work. So, and, and because... The restaurant's open from you 11 o'clock till 11 p.m., seven days a week. We only ever close on Christmas Day and Boxing Day, mm. and that's to give what all our staff... We are working very yeah. long hours, and, it, and it's, a, you know, it's a very busy um, operation that we have. So not getting enough time off mm. is, is one of the things. But most of the time, I enjoy what I do, so it's not yeah, a problem. What decorations do you have? Christmas time. Ah. Special things. Yeah, well. well have you not got there yet? So, no, no, we're working on it now. Oh, yeah. You know, we've got three restaurants yeah. and we, we really, I love Christmas. My kids love Christmas. Yeah, so, we like to make the restaurants really special places because people want to come Christmas. in. People want to come in, don't they, and celebrate yeah. Christmas with us. So, we've got to make a big effort. So, we're already now putting together all our Christmas decorations. And my wife is an artist and she works for the business. Creating all nice the pardon. I better look nice when you finish. Well, do you know one of the things that we've done from day one is make um, <coughs> yeah. driftwood Christmas trees. Okay, so I don't know if you've ever seen these, but I we go know. out I when there's been a high, problem. when there's been a big storm and a high tide. We, me and my wife and my son and some of the other guys from the restaurant, will go onto the beaches and and on Anglesey, down the Llyn Peninsula, yeah. and we'll go and collect driftwood. And we'll bring sacks of it back to the yeah. house. Mm -hmm. And my wife's got a studio at home. 
and she makes these driftwood Christmas trees. So we, 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 we size all the bits of wood into a sort of py pyramid shape, you know, like a Christmas tree. And then we, we drill holes through all the pieces of wood and we create these layers of, of branches and sticks and pieces of wood that create a beautiful conical shaped tree. And we put those in the windows and we, we wrap around them fairy lights. So every window of our restaurant is covered with these beautiful driftwood Christmas trees. Oh, that looks nice. It looks fantastic. Brilliant. And another thing that we're doing at the moment is we're making three-dimensional Christmas trees by cutting out um, stars from recycled milk bottles. And these suspend from the ceiling, and we create a three-dimensional Christmas tree just from thousands of stars that have been cut out one individually by hand by, by my wife and her team. The stars look nice. They do because they catch the light and they kind of also move around with the with the with the air yeah. circling around the restaurant and they're suspended like from the ceiling. Me. Kind of, yeah, yeah, and yeah. it gives a really beautiful effect because we've got such high ceilings, particularly yeah. in our Flandidno restaurant. This 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 pyramidal um, Christmas tree made up of thousands of stars will be about three meters in length and yeah. a metre and a half wide, and it'll dominate the central area of the restaurant and look fantastic. Do you have a, sort of any decorations for events like Halloween? Yeah, coming? yeah, we do, we do. And we have a big, in our Crickieth restaurant, we have a big bonfire on the beach because our restaurant there is on the beach. So we started collecting wood for the bonfire a month ago, and we have a huge firework display, and thousands of people That's come along. That's exciting, that does. Yeah. How many people do you employ? Ah, okay, so as I said before, we're 180 strong at the moment, yeah. and that's across three sites, three restaurant sites, and then we have a special kitchen in Flangefni that prepares a lot of the food for the restaurants, and we have a team of bakers there because we bake all our own breads, we make mm. all our own desserts, make all our own sauces, and there's a team of 10 chefs that just work in that kitchen alone. And then we have a couple of drivers as well that drive everything from the prep kitchen to each restaurant site every day. And then we have a brigade of chefs in each kitchen that finish everything off and prepare everything for service. Um, and then we have wonderful front of house staff yeah. who, who look after our customers yeah. when they come through. Um, so 180 altogether at the moment. But in the middle of summer, when, when we're at our busiest, we might go up to 220. How many people do you have for working on cooking the food for the customers in your kitchen? Okay, so we have, in each kitchen on the busy shifts, we have um, eight chefs, two kitchen porters, um, and I guess over the course of the week, with days off and holidays, each kitchen will have maybe 15, 16 chefs working. Um, and across the whole of the company, I think kitchen staff altogether, probably about 60 in total. Do you have a special oven for your pizzas? We do. <coughs> we, we have two special ovens in our kitchens. One is a, a, a Sveberdal and pizza oven. So these are these huge ovens with, with four decks to them, and they heat temperatures typically to sort of 300 deg degrees plus. So we can bake at any one time, maybe 20 pizzas at a time, okay? Wow. And they can go in and yeah. out 
in just under three minutes and they're cooked That's to perfection. Big, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Have you ever heard of a piece where you put it on like a big like spatula yeah. thing and then? We we yeah we that's how we do it we have so what, does that mean that people don't have to wait very long for a pizza in theory but oh, often yeah, they have to wait a little brilliant. bit longer because there's other things in the that's oven waiting to come brilliant. out but yeah everything goes in on a paddle yeah, yeah? so we open the top deck mm, if yeah. we're working up up, up top mm -hmm. and every pizza goes in on a on a paddle mm -hmm. and we slide it in close the oven door and then we come back to it after a minute and a half we just check on it we maybe yeah. just turn it around a little bit and give it another minute or so and then it comes out onto a plate out to the customer job done is your restaurant accessible for disabled people fully dis fully accessible yeah, yeah. Fully accessible. yeah. so we have um a ramp up to the the Tlandidno restaurant is this beautiful old building it's called the washington yeah. and it's right on the seafront on east parade in Tlandidno beautiful old building not designed with accessibility in mind a hundred years ago um, but what we've done is built a ramp up to the um, side entrance at the, at the ground floor and from there you can access all areas of the ground floor we have disabled toilets at yeah. ground floor and we're even considering at the moment installing an elevator to take customers up to the first floor as well because it's such an impressive first floor dining hall with what? six meter ceilings and Beautiful. Would somebody have to go up with the disabled people in your elevator? Or would somebody have to help them out? No, I think they'd be able to get their own way up yeah. there. It'll be big enough to be able to uh, work in... in, in you, anybody can access the, the, the first yeah. floor through the elevator. But we're just looking into the feasibility of that at the moment because it's yeah. such an old building. It was never designed to have elevators in and to meet the necessary sort of um, safety um, requirements from building rates. Yeah, we've yeah. we've got to do a lot of work to make it safe, um, but it's something that we'd really love to do. Sounds exciting. Do you allow working dogs like blind yes, dogs? Yes, yes, we do. Interesting for people who've got poor eyesight and the hearing yeah, dogs. Yeah, we do. We do. We have um, a, a no dog policy because lots of people don't like to have dogs around them when they're eating, with the exception of guide dogs and and, and assistance dogs. Yeah, because some dogs might, you know, try to jump up and, you know, snatch the food. Yeah, and, and some people think that it's not very hygienic to have um, dogs in the building. But obviously, we've had many people come in with their guide dogs and we've never had anybody complain. I think people understand yeah, when there's a yeah. purpose for the dog to be there. It's an important thing. Yeah, um, because uh, someone might have a fear of dogs, like, you know, a dog being that's near right. That's right. I have a fear of any dog coming near me. My kids used to have a similar fear. Do you know what we did? What? Bought a puppy. <laughs> and after That's about good. three weeks, they'd overcome their fear. I'm not suggesting that you go out and buy a puppy, Craig. I think I know somebody's got, we know some people have got fears of dogs. Yeah. How do you cater for people allergies? Uh, well, we're, we're required by law now to have a display. In, and anybody yeah. with allergies can look through our menu and we have to let everybody know what potential dangers there might be in any of the foods that we prepare. And we invite anybody with an allergy. And there are many, many, many customers of ours that come in now who, who are, you know, they may have a gluten intolerance, they may have a lactose intolerance, and many other allergies, obviously. Some have got 
some bad people, some allergic to seafood. Yeah, yeah, we, we get that. And nuts. And obvious, and nuts are quite a serious one, aren't they? So we have to declare exactly what's in our recipes and, um, you know, make sure that, that everybody's aware of what the potential dangers are. Um, but actually, the, the responsibility is first on the customer <coughs> to let us know if they have any issues so that we can advise them um, on what, what foods to avoid. Do you serve any vegetarian foods? Yes, we do. Um, we have a really broad-based menu. We have to make sure that there's something on our menu for everybody. So we have... Um, trying to think that my favorite vegetarian dish on the on the menu at the moment is a uh, butternut squash and pumpkin tagine which is really beautiful so it's a kind of north african um inspired dish nice. with lots of um spices um and and beautifully flavored dish um that that comes on a on a, a couscous um a, a bed of couscous and, and it's a really beautiful thing and obviously we do pizzas that are gluten free we do a really nice um, mushroom burger um, that sounds nice that yeah sounds so like the, um, you're making me hungry I know yeah yeah and we yeah we do we we do a, a a pizza called a walk in the woods so it's lots of different types of Does that mean mushroom you have to eat it in a wood? no no you can eat it in our restaurant oh, but it that, might though. just remind you of the 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 woodlands because we yeah. we, we use Mushrooms, and we drizzle a little yeah. bit of truffle oil yeah. on top of the pizza as well. What about would you do for the ones that don't eat it? anything milk and things in them? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Vegan. Yeah, we have a, a, a number of vegan dishes. We've got a beautiful um, taco dish actually, uh, a, hard, a hard shell taco, and we call it Ang Harrod's taco because this. Lovely little girl, Ang Harrod, is a, is a good friend of ours at the restaurant. She's a, she's a customer. She's partially sighted. And in fact, she translates our menu into Braille for all our customers. For every menu, we have a Braille version of the menu that Ang Harrod does for us. And, and we, we're so pleased with her that we named a taco after her. And it's her favorite taco. And it's a gluten-free yeah. taco. No, I, I mean... Vegan. Oh, sorry, it, yeah, and it's vegan. Sorry, I meant to add that it's a it's a vegan taco that one as well. Do you always think you would have more and one restaurant? Did I ever think we'd have more than one restaurant? Um, we always planned to have five. Actually, that was the original plan that we would we would cover the whole of the coastline of yeah. Northwest Wales, you know, and make sure that anybody within 20 miles of us in this part of the world would be able to find one of our restaurants. But actually what we find is that the three that we've got are so blooming busy, we, we, we don't think we need the other two. Are all your restaurants in North Wales or are yeah. they up in Scotland? No, they? no, just North Wales. Well, have you got any plans to go further? No. Do you know what our mission statement is? Well, our mission statement says that we celebrate the local produce, yeah. natural beauty and character of yeah. North Wales. And that's what we do. So that kind of defines us, and that yeah. sort of also determines, you know, geographically how far we go. Yeah. Do you have any live entertainment in your restaurant, and is there any coming up 
in the future? We do. We have lots of things to, to attract people to the restaurant, not just the food and the good company and the great wines and beers and the views, but we also do things like we have cinema nights. So coming up, um, we've got the Rocky Horror Show. Have you ever seen that? Yes, I think that's a great that's film. Scary. And everyone, we hope, will come dressed in costume, um, and and really get the, the get into the the whole kind of spirit of the thing. Um, at Christmas, we show a special Christmas movie, oh. so it might be White Christmas, yeah. or you know, it could be Scrooge. Yeah, it could. So we look for kind of themes around yeah. certain times of the year, and we put movies. Um, to to complement that that particular time of year, and the we do show, the Rocky Horror thing you mentioned. Yeah, kind of very creepy as well as people around you dressing. Yeah, it, it, but but it's quite funny as it's well. It's funny. very much tongue in cheek, it's and it's a bit to over the, uh, the top. Stage show, isn't it? Yeah, it the is. Was it, in it, the stage show. Was he? Yeah. Um, I want to see it. But we have dance nights, so you can come and have salsa lessons with us. That's very exciting. Uh, we have wine tastings. And of course you've had the clown festival. And we do, yeah. We sometimes let people use the space for their events of, as well. So clown came in and did something with us recently. It's um, a shame it wasn't in, uh, advertised in the pioneer. Was it, it not? It was just in the right. weekly news. Right. Um, we have comedy nights as well, so we, we bring in comedians. Have you, have you had any French comedians in there? Not n in no, there? no, I wouldn't say, but there's a wonderful chap called Silky who comes and, and yeah. uh, hosts our comedy nights for us, who yeah. I know is, is well known in, in the Flandidno area. Okay. Do you have any plans for the future of your restaurant? We want to continue to work with the three restaurants that we've got. Um, get better and better and better at, at looking after everybody in those restaurants. Um, we want to work more with the community and, and get more and more engaged in matters that, that are really important for the people that live around us yeah. and the businesses that are around us. Um, we organize lots of food events throughout the region and we're very keen to develop those because they really do just help promote this area of North Wales, this place that we all know is so beautiful, we want to make it better known to others as well. Yes. And we want to let people know about the wonderful produce, the wonderful yeah. food that's available in this part of the world as Sounds well. Sounds very exciting. It is indeed. Is your food locally sourced and where do you get it all from? Yeah, I would... Okay, so every year we do a food audit in the business, so we, we need to know where everything comes from. Um, and our most recent one, 2016, uh, told us that 67% of everything that we buy for the restaurant is sourced from local or regional suppliers. So that's the fishermen that are working around Anglesey and the Thin Peninsula. They're, they're the farmers that are working these wonderful fields um, that provide us with the wonderful Welsh lamb, Welsh beef, Welsh pork. Um, even our chicken at the moment is, is free range from, from Wales. Um, our ice cream is all sourced. We use one wonderful lady called Helen who has an ice cream company called Mona Louis on Anglesey. And we oh, buy all our ice cream from her. Um, all our cheese we buy from local producers. And yeah. wherever we can, we're looking, and we're looking to work with the closest available source. You might think they want to come now. Are you hungry yet? Yeah. Are you hungry? We'll all go afterwards, shall we, and, and have oh, pizza. Yeah. You again, Craig. Oh, that would be very nice. <laughs> Do you grow any of your own food 
or do you get it from any local farms? I've just answered some of that question, haven't I? Unfortunately, we can't grow our own food at the moment, although I've got a wonderful vegetable garden at home. Yes. That, that I, that's where I go to. When I do finish work, I go and tend my vegetable garden. So are you I grow. always at work, are you? Well, that's, that's how I kind of yeah. get away from work to a certain extent, yeah. is to go and that's work in my, in my vegetable that's garden. That's your day-to-day activity, then. It is. That's how I unwind. So we, we can't grow our own food because we're a restaurant, but we're always looking to buy it from as close as we can. We've just bought, last week, we bought 200 kilos of, of Anglesey Bramley apples, from a friend of mine, Sue, who has an orchard near Brinschenkin, yeah. and my chefs are now making the most wonderful apple crumbles for our autumn menu. And we could just go and buy cheap apples from anywhere, but actually we want to know. use you Anglesey know. apples. Yeah. You know, it's really important. We want to be you able to support local growers, yeah. and we want that lovely local flavour to everything of food and that's that right yeah. yeah sounds nice that does and do you uh, cater for the funerals yeah, we sometimes will yeah if if someone has a celebration or if someone needs to use the space for another event because i think i have been in there oh, okay the when it was washington right when they once had a a, a yes. wake did they yes. right okay um, can i add a question yeah have you ever had any embarrassing moments? Many, many. Falling down the stairs carrying three plates of food was, was a memorable occasion for me. I bet that your face was red. My, my face, my arms, my legs, <laughs> black and blue. But yeah, no, I, I think we all have embarrassing yeah. moments, don't we? we? Do. Yeah. Like yeah. slipping on a wet floor. Yeah, yeah done that, yeah. Walking into, I mean, yeah, walking into doors. We we have, you know, the yeah. kitchen doors, the swing doors, yeah. oh, that's because bad, food has to come out. Food has to come. Yeah, the number of times I've been hit on the head as I'm trying yeah. to walk through, and I have to say I've hit a few oh, people on the head as well. And uh, even I've been walking into someone. Yeah, even walking into someone. Yeah, we've done that. Yeah, we're a busy restaurant, so there are there are little spills and mishaps all the time. Yeah. Thank you for coming, everybody. Thank you. That's it's been a nice. pleasure. I've Thanks enjoyed. I've well. enjoyed having a Thanks chat with you. All. You're well. welcome. Thank you for coming, David Evans, and thank you for listening to our podcast. Stay tuned for a special episode coming soon. Goodbye for now. <laughs> <laughs>